0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, November 1st. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. House Dems plan fast vote on spending bills. U.S.-EU deal on tariffs is good for farmers. Biden holds global supply chain summit. House Democrats plan a fast vote on the spending bills. The House could vote as soon as tomorrow on its massive $1.75 trillion Build Back Better bill. Lawmakers worked through the weekend on tweaks to the package of climate measures and social spending. We are working to add things in. I think we can have the vote by Tuesday. A leading progressive, California Representative Roke Hadda told CBS Face the Nation yesterday. The measure has more than $90 billion in agriculture provisions, including $27 billion in additional spending for conservation programs to help farmers adopt climate-smart practices. Now keep in mind, passage of the bill this week would provide a boost to President Biden and Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack during the International Climate Conference in Glasgow, Scotland. Bill Sack is scheduled to be at the conference for Thursday through Saturday. Look, we are the closest that we've ever been, and the president is confident that his framework that we're putting forward can pass the House and the Senate and get to his desk for signature. That Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg speaking to CNN State of the Union yesterday. By the way, the House also expected to act on the Senate-passed infrastructure bill this week. The $1.2 trillion bill includes $550 billion in new spending for roads, bridges, waterways, rural broadband, and western water projects. House passage of the bill would send it to Biden for his signature. You can read more in our Washington Reek Ahead. Biden holds Global Supply Chain Summit. President Joe Biden spent much of his first day at the International COP26 Conference in Glasgow holding a summit on global supply chain resilience. Leaders of the European Union and 14 link-minded countries attended the summit where Biden announced new measures to try to alleviate strains on trade. Earlier this month, Biden announced deals with domestic ports, dock workers, railroads, trucking companies, labor unions, and retailers to expand their hours of operation. And on Sunday, the president pledged to, quote, provide technical assistance to Mexico and Central America counterparts to alleviate supply chain disruptions and bottlenecks. Leaders and representatives of Australia, Canada, Mexico, India, Japan, the U.K., Singapore, Korea, Indonesia, and Democratic Republic of the Congo attended the summit. Most notably missing was China. The surge in Chinese exports to the U.S., coupled with strong American demand, are key factors in bottlenecks at U.S. ports. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Located in Washington, D.C., Watkinson Miller has been providing legal services to the agriculture industry for more than 30 years. The attorneys at Watkinson Miller possess a unique combination of knowledge, skills, and experience working with commodity boards and their partner organizations and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Watkinson Miller is proud to serve the agriculture community by delivering top-quality legal services that achieve cost-effective results. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Broadband Group praises inclusion of Internet affordability to the BBB plan. A broadband coalition is welcoming the inclusion of Internet affordability and access provisions for consumers in the updated Build Back Better plan. Connect Americans Now, a broad coalition of groups that support improving high-speed Internet access across the country, said in a letter to Senate and House leadership last week, quote, American communities are being left behind without access to broadband infrastructure, without the resources they need to afford broadband service, and without access to broadband-supported devices for telehealth, telework, and school can notes that according to the federal communication commission over 14 million people in america lacked access to high-speed internet farm bureau u.s eu deal on tariffs good for farmers the deal reached this weekend to end european union retaliatory tariffs on u.s corn and other goods In exchange for a halt of U.S. tariffs on EU steel and aluminum is welcome news for American farmers, says American Farm Bureau President Zippy Duvall. While the dispute centered around steel and aluminum, farmers were swept up in the turmoil as the EU clamped down on U.S. agriculture exports like orange juice, butter, cheese, pork, nuts, and many more, Duvall said in a statement it's crucial that we now restore those trade relationships. Take note. American barley, rye, corn, and wheat farmers who supply the U.S. whiskey industry will also see a benefit from the deal. EU retaliatory tariffs have been hitting American whiskey exports hard. That according to Distilled Spirits Council President and CEO Chris Swanger. Lifting this tariff burden on American whiskey is not only boosting U.S. distillers and farmers, it also supports the recovery of EU restaurants, bars, distilleries that are hit hard by the pandemic, he said in a statement. House Ag members face varying futures after redistricting. The Illinois legislature has approved new congressional maps that will put in jeopardy one of two GOP members of the House Ag Committee. The map effectively pits first-term Representative Mary Miller against Representative Mike Bost, a former House member. But another House Ag member, Rodney Davis, would get a new district that is considered fairly safe for him, Christopher Mooney. Professor of State Politics at the University of Illinois at Chicago, says Bost years of experience and name recognition give him a big advantage over Miller. Davis, on the other hand, will have a more Republican district, in part because he will pick up some of Miller's district. There was a lot of speculation about where he would end up, Moody said, Now it turns out he's all by himself in a perfectly Republican district where he will grow old and fat and die, according to Mooney. Keep in mind, Illinois lost a congressional seat as a result of the 2020 census. Look for convergence at COP26, UK climate advocate says. The goal of the Glasgow conference is to get the world's leading emitters on the path to net zero emissions by 2050. A high-level climate official from the U.K. said nations are likely to agree on short-term goals at the COP26, such as elimination of the combustion engine and increased use of sustainable aviation fuel. Speaking on a recent webinar, the U.K. high-level climate action champion for COP26, Nigel Topping, said observers also should look for evidence of capital countries committing money to specific breakthroughs that's what's going to be needed for this to be the action cop right not the blah 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 but the cash 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 cop 26 is seen as critical to advancing action on global climate change The pressure is on as reports are released almost daily, concluding that nations and industrial sectors are far behind in reducing the greenhouse gases that are causing increased warming. By the way, the World Resources Institute analyzed 40 indicators of progress and say none exhibit a recent historical rate of change that is at or above the pace required to achieve their 2030 targets. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, November 1st. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.